Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I am your host, Stefano Sanzo. You are my listeners, the good few. God damn it, do I love the good few so much. And we're doing it again. Good Enough is brought to you in part by Fairfield Barbershop. Uh, Fairfield Barbershop has been serving the community in downtown Fairfield for nearly a century. Jesus Christ, that's a long time to be chopping locks. Come see why. Each style is tailored to your needs. The owner, Marco Di Vincenzo, says precision is a priority. It's a badass saying. It's the kind of person you want cutting your hair. You don't want to fuck around with hair, all right? You want the shit to be clean. Uh, barbering is also a family tradition. Follows back to the old country in Sicilia. Marco, who is a self-made guy, takes his craft very seriously. So don't wait. The governor lifts COVID-19 restrictions on June 1st. Three barbers on staff. Call for an appointment. That's going to be 203-255-1347. That's 203-255-1347. And if you mention good enough, well, at least the first 10 callers, it seems. Uh, If you mention good enough, you're going to get a free gel on top of your cut. Guys, we're coming out of quarantine. Those Tinder dates, those hinge dates, they want you. You're gonna want to look good, man. All right, go out and get a barber. Tell them good enough sent you. They'll hook you up. Uh, make an appointment with them. Do what you got to do to look good. Thank you very much, Fairfield Barbershop, for the uh, sponsorship for this episode. I appreciate it a lot. It keeps me able to do the thing that I do. And what's the thing that I do right now? It's primarily podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, I do stand up comedy. I, I act. I I. I try to stay busy all the time, and a lot of that shit became illegal. So I've been putting a little bit more work into the podcast, and I think it's showing it. I've, I'm really loving what's going on with it. But uh, yeah, guys, meeting for merch tomorrow, so that's gonna that shit's gonna happen. Uh, I'll you know sound like a broken record. God damn it, have I repeated myself so many times? But it's hard, man. It's hard to figure out a figure out a, a, a someone to go with. But ultimately, I have a friend now in the game in the game of making merch. So I think he'll be able to hook it up. Ooh! We love those hookups. Speaking of hookups, a couple of listeners to shout out uh, who helped me out as far as uh, throwing me some cash for a uh, shout out. That's a thing that we're doing good enough now. If you Venmo me, uh, what was I think? Venmo me five bucks. I'll shout you out on good enough. <laughs> so I appreciate it. But yeah, Joe Logwadiche, he's an incredible man, a uh, cool actor. Uh, appreciate it a lot. And of course, my cousin Kat Sanzo out in Florida. Love you. Um, yeah, guys, anything you can do to keep this thing running, I'm, I'm, we're putting more production to it and we're making it happen. Uh, but it's interesting, man. World's opening up a little bit. It seems people are starting to get out there. I think, uh, I think, I mean, I guess still be safe, but it seems people are starting to care less and less. Just with the way I'm going out there. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing people get together in ways that are like, they didn't even know that a pandemic happened. So um, I mean, it's a really, it's a relief as far as like, you know, maybe people are going to be less paranoid about stuff. I certainly hope it doesn't spike. I don't know what's going on, man, but I've been fucking good. I've been real good. I hope you guys are good too. Uh, this episode was awesome. It was so awesome. And leading up to it, it's funny, Colin Cook, who is a career depressive, um, talked as much shit about himself as he could in Colin Cook fashion about how he's got nothing good to say. Not going to be funny. I've been cooped up inside for three months. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, he's great. We got deep, man. We talk a little about his addiction. We talk a little bit about uh, 
uh, pulling yourself out of the darkness, being in the darkness, because you know he he fucking lives in the darkness. This guy, but goddamn it, he's very funny. He's very very funny. Uh, I I love seeing his act. I talk about that in the show. Um, and you know when when comedy is legal again, I think you guys should really go out and catch one of his dates. Um, he he he's an awesome dude, and I think he's got a lot to bring to the table. This was a very real, very personal. Uh, other than you know, we talk a lot about comedy and the craft of comedy, but like very cool, very personal uh, interview. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. So uh, yeah, check it out, guys. So episode number what are we thirty one? Woo, goddamn, we have a fucking lot of these now. Episode thirty one, Colin Cook coming at you. I will see you when I see you, whenever the fuck it's legal. Until then, you could keep listening to this because it's gonna be coming out every week. Episode thirty one, Colin Cook. I love you guys. See you next time. To any songs, so I wrote this one. We're not the best, but we're good enough. Let's start the podcast now. It's good enough. You're a fascinating person to me because, Aww. well, <laughs> you might want to temper that. Because um, here's the thing on paper, you and I should have the exact same energy. You know what I mean? Like, you're an emo kid. You're a comic. You're like, you dabble in theater. But I, you have this energy of like so you, like a man who's constantly holding his first newborn baby. Like, even like right now, you're kind of looking at me and you're like, like I see in your eyes, you're like, the world is your oyster. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah for real. I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm like more, like I guess my energy would be like Eeyore with an axe to grind. So like... <laughs> I want to know what did you just like figure it out or did you just like like get a black belt and like suppressing trauma? Oh my god, there's so much to go off there. All right, before we do that, who the hell are you? And then we're gonna go into all. Oh, that. I'm uh, hey, I'm Colin Cook, uh, comic that type of stuff. Awesome. <laughs> How did I do it? Um, enthusiasm is one of them. I just I just think uh, I think doing things with enthusiasm is so much of it just not even like people call you a tryhard that's the negative mm-hmm. way. if you could get over being a tryhard and just like ah like if i'm going to if i'm going to do this thing i'll just do it with enthusiasm also a lot of caffeine a shit ton of caffeine okay. I'll, I'll admit that i i do drink a shit ton of coffee every day but um how do i do it yeah i suppress the shit out of some trauma Hell um yeah. i make a lot of jokes make a lot of jokes and um i've also like the the sensitive part of me it's also been grinded down by like asshole jockey type friends who pick you know pick on me brothers who picked on me i've gotten picked on so much in my life that it's i'm starting to develop that outer shell that armor you know okay so well i mean i get that because i feel like at least with comics you're either the bully or the kid who got bullied Mm -hmm. and you're just like i can i i can bully me better than you can so dude you you (laughs) stole the words from my mouth literally in high school when uh i started to I realized humor as a weapon, not as a weapon, but necessarily like humor as like, oh, okay, so I'm fat, not that cool. I'm not really cool. Like people get along with me, but like I, uh, um, but if I, I, I can make fun of myself better than anybody can. Yeah. Really. That, that's really what it came down to. Like nobody ever told a better fat joke than I did. Nobody ever <laughs> yeah. told, period. I just told better jokes than people. And that's what, you know, that's what, that's how I survived, I yeah. guess you would say. But um, as far as how I do it, 
I don't know, man. Do you just lack shame? Is that what it is? Oh, I'm the shame, most shameless motherfucker. Okay, you know. that's it. Okay, okay. I, I am just ridden with shame. Oh so no, no, no! Like... I I don't have the slightest amount of shame. It's gross. Oh, My friends can't God. stand it. Uh, it's not gross. It's, I'm jealous of it. It's uh, I, like I'm the cringiest motherfucker on earth, dude. Dude, you, you fuck should it. see you should see what I do online as far as like. Uh, like on Inst- on Instagram and shit. That like, really sounded like you were about to like divulge a really weird search. Oh yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you no, should no. see what I do online. Yeah, right. These goats. I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> no, it's more like uh, like who? What do I do as like a social media personality? Not that I consider myself a social media personality, but like the things I do on social media. It's like I'm not committed to any type of personality. Sometimes I'll do something like I, I have like a really political thing on TikTok at the moment, or like <laughs> I have, or I'll, I'm doing all these like Jim Hart bro-y type videos on Instagram but then I'll post theater shit like it's like I'm trying to be cringy in five different types of ways <laughs> but I guess you own it so it's like oh so much once you like yeah. lean into it I guess it's not that bad I'm just wondering it's just like you should be as utterly depressed as I am and you just <laughs> you know it's I don't know if it's jealousy or like I, I'm trying to like glean something from you yeah I, like I I just there's I don't understand it and I need to wrap my head around it because I feel like if I could figure you out I might get to like this weird okay place. Part of it is like I do still rack in some victories. I, I get them. I get they happen. But oh. outside of the victories, oh, like all the mind. well, <laughs> well no, no no it's like so like look at like all right, all right I guess the the reason you get depressed is some. I would tie it to loss if we're going to speak on like really general, right? Okay. Just tie it to losses. Like I have a lot of fucking losses in the book, right? Mm-hmm. When someone loses, like if you watch a character lose on screen in a comedy, you could laugh at their face. You know, you could laugh at a character getting being in last place, right? It's hysterical. Why can't it be hysterical when it happens to you? Why Why do you have to be on your own team when bad shit happens? You could laugh at yourself. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. That's, That's part of it. But it, in the moment, is I I can't do it. Like, there's just there's just this part about like if I'm going through something and like shit like shit pops off, you know, like I'm I'm get my heart broken, whatever. Mm-hmm. All I know is like in the back of my head, I'm just like, well, there's gonna be a bit. At yeah. least there will be yeah, a Yeah, that's bit. another thing. But, like, it, I still you, am just, like, fucking, I hate I, I, my life. Yeah, no, I mean, I get into situations, too, where I know I'm a, I'm going to get hurt eventually, but I'm going to write some really good jokes from it. And, yeah. like, being an artist does help, that that reminder that I could turn pain into something that people enjoy. Yeah. And I guess I try to turn my own pain into something that I enjoy. Like, when, when the bad stuff happens, I could I could capitalize on myself and, make, and kind of cheer myself up about it. And then, like I said... Racking up real victories, like real wins for myself, is important. That's yeah. I that's mean, something I do. I think like, that's the thing I struggle with the most is is recognizing the yeah. victories. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I worked toward and completed. I talk about it to death on this podcast, but it was big for me. I uh, I ran a marathon, right? Okay. And um, that's some. I don't know how many years I'm going to be able to work off that. As far as like, <laughs> as like, well, this all sucks. I fucked this up. But I ran a marathon. Like eventually, that might tire out. But hopefully, till then, I've racked up another victory to like kind of yeah. keep me going. But I guess it's like validating myself. You well, know what yeah. I mean? I guess also I'm sure like doing things that you're building towards and then achieving is. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I'm like a I'm just like a slave for like instant gratification. Like, yeah, I'm just like if this doesn't make me feel good immediately, I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna check out. Like, right. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's definitely the problem too. Like, so you need a uh, you you work towards something that's going to make you feel really good, make you feel really accomplished, really happy, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out how to make the little victories on the way 
feel good enough to keep going good enough name of the podcast plugging that Hell shit yeah. um, this is but, uh, also a life coach podcast for anybody oh, out Jesus. there uh, <laughs> i'm not even trying to be a life coach it's just the, the way that you phrase the question no no I no have, I, 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 I mean i need a life coach so, uh, so it's, it's totally well, fine it's like because i'm in no position to coach anybody's life it's like i just want to show that mm-hmm. i could have friends on and talk about shit with and yeah. i i think it's you know it's turning into something pretty cool but no, I would never like life. People do become life coaches, which I find adorable because it's like, <laughs> I mean, clearly you a few careers had to fail before you became a life coach. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how much I could trust you as that. Like, yeah, I, I figured out failing pretty good. I right. don't need that lesson from you. Exactly. So, but yeah, I guess the way that I do it is just like I'm excited. I'm just very excited. I turn I turned what should be anxiety into enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm just know? a jaded cunt. You are a jaded cunt, and there's that's fine. You could be a jaded cunt. And and you know, still, yeah, you could be a jaded cunt. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I, well, thank you for the permission. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go put that in my diary yeah. tonight. Today, Stefano said I could be a jaded cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, all right. So this is. I had to segue into this question eventually. I'm really curious about you. You probably okay. knew it was coming. What makes you happy? Yeah, this was the one that, like, on uh, <laughs> doing with. research on the podcast. You're I like, was, oh, no, I hope he forgets the one question he asks everybody. I was just like, uh, you should probably check the time on it right now, just because there's going to be some dead air of me uh, just <laughs> thinking. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. Happiness is uh, interesting. So I'm going to go with an actual serious answer. I was going to fuck around and say, like, figure skating. But, like, <laughs> I, I, happiness is one of those things that a lot of people confuse as an emotion. Yes. Uh, it's a state of mind It's an, and an action. It's a lot like love. Love is like you act in love. You don't, you know, you, you make a decision and consistently do it. Happiness is the same way. Uh, I, on the other hand, tend to just not make the decision to be happy, and that kind of fucks me up. So uh, the only thing that I really... It's like comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is I, like we were talking about this before we started, but I like fired up dating apps like two days ago for the yeah, first yeah. time in years, and I am just realizing more and more how badly I need interests. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, outside. Well, that's one of the things. So I'm. I feel like I have bad habits as a comic because, but in reality, I'm trying to have good habits of a comic to explain. Um, like. I don't, I'm not in the com- comedy scene all that much. Like when comedy is operating, you're not going to see me at a whole ton of open mics mm-hmm. and I'm going to see me at like a whole ton of shows, but then I'll like still, p- I put together and host shows myself. The whole thing is I like to have a whole bunch of interests to bring to the stage. So it's like, I get to tell jujitsu jokes because I do enough jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like I, I've done, yeah. I've gone through, I have this, this side hobby that, you know, this hobby that like I've done enough to understand it enough to be able to make fun of it. Same yeah. thing with running, lifting, all these things they do. So it's like some co- comedians spend all their time being a comedian. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, all my jokes are about airplanes because I spend all my time traveling to gigs. This, this one's cutting deep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, I mean, honestly, it is uh, something that you you need to find a balance as mm, a comic. For but, sure. Like, I, I'm somebody who... As far as my career goes, I've started and stopped so many times yeah. that now I'm at a point where I'm just like so afraid of not getting up because mm-hmm. I know how quickly you get set back to zero. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, well, well the but, thing about all right, so so if I could, if I'm if I could be your life coach for okay. a second, Colin, I'd teach be, me up, baby. Okay. You keep saying set back to zero, but it's more like uh, 
it's more like in a video game when you die, you don't actually die. You come back to life just with a little, little less progress lost, but, but you still have the experience to play forward. Like you've, you've, you have life experience to work on every time you get set back to quote unquote zero. This is just me. I'm not necessarily life coaching, but like just opinion of how I view things. Like every time you get set back to zero, sure. You don't have the thing that you had before you got, you know, the setback, but you have the experience you've built character while you're getting the shit kicked out of you. And you could use that to elevate your, you know, elevate your position further than you were than when you got set back. Sure. But the thing for me is like, <laughs> I, I'm a joke writer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm not like, there's some guys out there that like pull from personal experience and all that. Yeah. Um, I do to an extent, but it's, it's jokes. Like I, and that's like a muscle you need to constantly that's a good be. Point. Yeah. You, like I'm, I have to write every day. Right, right now, I'm writing, and it fucking, it's god awful. It's all COVID bullshit. But know, like, it's, yeah. uh, you know, I have to keep that muscle going. For, for and me. it's the same with like being on stage for me, especially because yeah. I'm not naturally like, uh, fucking high energy. Like, hey, what's up, guys? You yeah, guys love me. me. I don't <laughs> have to. I don't have to fake that at all. <laughs> I have. Like, a, yeah, you. And also, you got the theater background, so you're like, you're bull. I comedy was first, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I no started shit. comedy and then did theater. So I don't. I didn't have it as a background. I just naturally was just a performative person. You just naturally needed attention. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what a lot of this is. It's just uh, it's it needy. Well, yeah, somebody young... fucking look at me. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Well, dude, I literally. So I'm the youngest, uh, youngest of three, which factors in a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of it. And uh, there's videos of me just as a as a kid, all my brothers and hanging out with their friends, and I just jump onto like a home home film, and I just jump onto camera and say, "Hey, everybody, look at me!" and just start doing kid stuff. Like, like literally from the, as young as you could possibly imagine, I was just like, I could use some eyes right now. Oh yeah. I, I think like, I mean, it all comes from some version of like my household was all fucked up. Like, and, uh, I got, I, I didn't get any attention at home. So mm. it was just like somebody Somebody tell me I'm good. Like yeah. somebody give me if like if my mom hugged me like three more times, I'd probably be like a fucking lawyer or something. Uh, but like, <laughs> well, I, I did not have a definitely didn't. I'll, I'll back up. No lack of affection either. You know, very loving affection. Ah, so that's where it comes there, from. There's, okay. there's that. All right. So I, I, this is a di- all right. Yeah, I'm, the, I don't yeah, feel yeah. as fucked up. Yeah, I, sh- I should throw that out there. Um, I I mean, I mean, were, I feel way more fucked yeah, up because there were the, moments. <laughs> there were definitely moments in my childhood that were not great. But I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna point to the moments and, you know, like overall, my parents are the shit. I love mm. my parents to death. Uh, love my brothers to death. And um, yeah, like there was there were some bad moments here and there, but ultimately that that little bed of love does a lot for yeah. building, you know, building a a foundation off of. So yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my mother to death. She's right. just, a, I mean, she's an Irish immigrant, like totally ca- Irish Catholic. Doesn't yeah. talk about anything. It's exactly just stoic. Like we're we're Italian. I have Italian immigrants. Okay, so that's so, yeah. you know, I'm raised by circus performers, like just just a big monstrous personalities, crazy social, you know, love entertaining guests. Like okay. you know, they may have not been performers, but I mean, enter- just just that whole like keeping people occupied and uh, there's it's so there's such a connection to it like that's why maybe it's so natural to me is we're raised to be good to the people around us to make the other people around us feel great and happy and fed and taken care of and maybe that's what i think that i'm getting doing when i when i talk into a mic for anything like for this show for instance or when i'm on stage in theater or comedy just like i want to give you people something good i want you guys to feel good in my presence you know yeah okay so see that's a 
totally the opposite. My my mom has literally to my face given me the advice to just push it down as far as oh, emotional I issues I go. Think I, I think I remember that stage line. <laughs> just push it down. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I asked her once. I was like, Mom, don't you ever get lonely since like you know you've been single so yeah. long? She's like, Oh yeah, you just push that shit down. Colin. Oh my no, god, like, it's so good. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, plus, I mean, like for me, as far as comedy goes, like. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I do it for anybody other than me. Right. It's, yeah. You know, it's a selfish, selfish, like, well, I need to fill a hole. That exactly. Like, well, so so do I, but I guess that's kind of where the shamelessness factors in, is that I'm really holding on to this idea that one day I'll hit with one of the things that I do. It's ah. there. And that, like, for me, it's about cashing in. I'm going to look like an asshole time and t- thousands of times, thousands of times on the way to success because... Uh, I ha- I don't really have anything to back it up. I'm not rich. You need to be rich in this country to <laughs> to, yeah. to prove that you're any of any worth, right? Or hot. Exactly, rich or hot, which I'm neither. Yeah. And um, I have to, I love how you just nonchalantly agree yep. with like, yeah, yeah we no, both no, no. know that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, please and, stop uh, looking at me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, but like, to me, it's like, I'd like to backlog all, like catalog me in my struggle days. And then one day it'll all be validated. That's the idea is that uh-huh. one day I hit and it all gets validated. Like you did community theaters. Like, well, yeah, but look, I got a spot on a Netflix show. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I or took like, a much different route of trying to uh, remove all my memories via drugs and alcohol. <laughs> That's one way That's, to do it. <laughs> it's really, uh, you get you could kill the good ones too along the way. So right. it's not that great. You could kill. Yeah, you don't want to kill the good ones, man. As as anything like that. So so yeah, uh, cats out of the bag. You've done you've done oh, some yeah. drugs and alcohol. And, and uh, I've and dabbled. The, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say dabbled. <laughs> Um, you, you've dabbled with some drugs and alcohol in the past. Have, have anyone ever like come up to you and talked to you like been like you like bring up a good memory and like you don't remember it at all? Oh, dude, I, there is, um, I will say from the age of 22 to 24 there, I don't have memories. Like I, I'm not making like I, I was shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I was banging dope and like. Uh, shooting heroin for the yeah. <laughs> for, for the, the non-addict. Uh, I was gonna say for the uh, uninitiated. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. I um, mean, I was fucking like speedballing by the end of it. That's coke and heroin at the same time. Thank for, you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yes appreciate uh, you explaining that to everybody. Yeah, I, it, so yeah, there was no like forming uh, memories or really doing any of it. Uh, yeah, but I, I I meet people now that I don't know, and they'll be like, "Oh, dude, how have you been?" I'm like. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as when you met me, else yeah. I'll say that. Uh that's incredible. So you so you essentially blacked out a couple of years of your life yeah you would say like not maybe i'm sure you have some i mean spots i have memory, yeah there's but... glimpses and it's all horrific <laughs> memory it's not like i none of it's good like that <laughs> like, oh i remember that time i i bagged that girl at the bar it's yeah, like, yeah no i remember crying outside my mother's room in my underpants yeah, begging just, for money bl- it's either <laughs> blood curdling screams or tears yeah and no you don't even know why you just know that you know that that it was that reaction yeah um God, yeah, no, that's 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 pretty rough. And see, see, like the only only way I relate to that is like I I've only blacked out once in my life, really. No it was way. Like, it was only a few hours. When I, I'm a big guy. Oh, dude, let's and do this. And Fuck this podcast. <laughs> let's go get blackout. I'll I'll throw it all away. I don't give a shit. Come no, like, on, like whatever. One, throw it all away Thursday. Let's exactly. get you blackout. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, like so so really big dude. So it's just hard. And I don't do drugs. Only drink uh, other than you know alcohol and nicotine. I'll, I'll say those are drugs. And yeah, mm-hmm. us uh, occasionally allegedly have dabbled with ganja, and um. Just like this one time in middle school, only, and I still remember like the first half of the night, I would say. Mm. But uh, I drank like a bottle of Southern Comfort, 
like a, a flask of Jaeger and a couple of other drinks. So also uh, painted my my mother's bathroom with my vomit after that, of course. Oh, dude, I but, thought you meant. Like, I really thought for a second you were like, yeah, I painted my mother's bathroom. He's like, I'm you, like, you should black out so, more. Yeah, man. <laughs> such a productive blackout. I gotta be honest, dude. I uh, so I'm like. I was clean for four years. I decided I could drink again. Uh, figured out I could in about three years after that. So right. I've been I've been sober for uh, what like eight or nine months. But oh, congratulations, uh, dude! Yeah, I, no, uh, for real. No, 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 no. Here's where it fucking starts, Colin. <laughs> Fuck you. No, 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 no. Now it's life coach shit. Listen, that's a fucking victory, bro. It's a victory, but like, here's the thing. It's not I, a victory. I, but I know better. You right, know, what but I mean? give yourself it. The whole idea that I have this podcast is that shit right there because I, you know, with, so I struggled with obesity. That's my thing I kept falling back on. Right. And I'm not going to say that it's exactly addiction, but like there's obviously to, to get yourself addictive properties to, to, to get yourself morbidly obese twice, three times in your lifetime. There's something fucked up in there. It's not yeah. just, it's not just you like cookies. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, dude, you look at that victory. It is a big deal. It's, yeah. and, and oh, that's what good get, enough is dude. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like give yourself As, some fucking credit. Especially if, <laughs> anybody is listening to this and it's like going into like recovery or dealing with recovery and you're at nine months don't say that yeah right <laughs> you know? fuck you dude you're you're doing fucking fantastic <laughs> yeah, you gotta remember that and yeah keep up the good work but i'm, I'm very proud being of you. That's, the, that's good to hear the asshole that i am you know i can't give myself those victories but i the, so i was like probably three or four months sober this go around and i got a in the mail i got a uh notice that I could cash out my 401k. So I had blacked out and started a 401k. <laughs> Dude, I was, th- when you're four months sober, you're like, you know what? Maybe I wasn't that bad at this. Right? You know what I mean? That's, that's... You're just like, yeah, you know what? I, dude, look how responsible. Yeah. I just am so startled of whatever the thought process I had while yeah. I was blackout drunk alone yeah. in my apartment that I, forced me to be like, oh God, I need to start fucking planning for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I once I once ate a brownie or yeah, I once ate a brownie that was so powerful the next like the next day I signed up for college. Like I, I went, I had dropped out of community college. I went back to school because of how high I got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, so like, uh, that was, that was a few years ago, but yeah, there's, there's, um, there's definitely, I love how we're over here. <laughs> you're over here talking about how you're sober, but like also just ripping this vape. Like it's gotta be something. Hey, it's a jewel. All right. Oh, okay. 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 As long as it's a jewel. That'd be funny. I just, yeah, I'm completely so, dude, you know what's weird about aliens? Did you know they're you- just like fucking like they're out there, but like they're green like yeah um fucking yeah dude fucking a right uh, congrats on the nine months not too shabby aliens though not into them no um <laughs> i do like that like the government tried to get our minds off of this shit by giving us a- ufos yeah. definitely exist That's and, how we're, fucked like, up things and are. we're like we don't care (laughs) we don't fucking do you see what's going on literally it's like the the thing we've wanted for years to get like some kind of a straight answer from the government on because like there's been enough conspiracy that like you know these well documented these unidentified flying objects these things that physics seemingly can't explain you know forget your belief in aliens or not just like yeah, it's it's like if you uh, if you were told you're like, oh, Scarlett Johansson just moved in next door. You're like, there's a bear at my front door. Exactly, I'm <laughs> dealing with some shit right now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Yeah, but, but uh, back to these. Uh, so that what's fuck through all this shit? What's keeping you 
keeping you is it on the wagon or off the wagon i always get so fucking uh, confused. i don't know i usually and i'm back and forth anyway so right I right, right. <laughs> uh, no, i i mean honestly it's uh the fact that i am currently living with my mother i know ladies listening keep so your panties I, dry <laughs> um but like it's just you know seeing her knowing that like the damage that i've done that's right. i mean it, it it's tough because it like waffles back and forth between like the damage that i've done being mm-hmm. a motivator to stay on the correct path yeah and then the damage that i've done being it like the only way I've ever been able to describe addiction and mental health is uh it's it's like having your brain is having this constant daily moment to moment argument of I have a disease versus I am a disease. And yeah. all right, okay. I, I have a disease is something you can deal with. Yeah. It's treatable. There's you know, there's yeah. there's medication or there's a treatment. But I am the disease is Oh, I'm damned to do whatever it is that I've done previously. Right. So why not say fuck it and just go? Yeah, so. fuck, man. Well, I'll tell you that you're definitely not the disease. Oh, but thanks. I, I all as a host, I need to hear more about that. Like I'm the disease. That mindset. Uh, yeah. Like, so, does that go into? Is that like a a a, a one colon or another colon? You kind of have the flip, the switch flipped, going into situations, and you don't know which. It's hard to explain without sounding like like you're insane. But there is we can do a little insanity, man. It's there no is a portion of my brain that it it you know it's my voice. I I know that voice, and it sounds like my inner monologue. <laughs> but it's telling me things that it's like I'm I'm being manipulated by myself to go and fuck things up. You know what I mean? Like, I, you're not worth it. Why would you think that you deserve this? Like, and all that type of shit. Like, you, I, I mean, like, you, and all the knowledge that I have, which is all fucking secondhand knowledge anyway. I'm a right. fucking moron. But, like, any of that I'm using as, like, leverage and, and this laundry list of reasons why you are a terrible person. Yeah. Like, look, look at all this evidence we have of mm-hmm. you being a piece of shit. You just are a piece of shit. You're a cancer cell. Mm-hmm. Cancer cells don't change. They right. need to be exterminated. Oh, Jesus. Versus the, uh, I have a disease. I can get better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And there's, you know, the, you see the rays of hope every so often, yeah. and you kind of need to grab onto them. That, uh, the issue is grabbing onto them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if I am the disease, what that means is I get to go back to doing fucking drugs or right. acting and self-serving behavior yeah you know pleasure seeking shit so Mm -hmm. that is like the more attractive thought process yeah also it sounds a lot cooler that's exactly that's exactly (laughs) what i was trying to say no no that whole chunk you just went through man i think actually speaks to like all right so you going in here coming in here you were a little like i haven't talked to anybody in months i don't know if i'm gonna be on what you just took was what's every single person deals with and just like Hemingway'd that shit. You turned it into <laughs> something very artistic, very expressive. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I, I understand the, the subtext of like, there's a dangerous part of your brain. I don't want to lose Colin ever. Like, you're a great dude. Like, like fucking stay with us. But at the same time, like, what he's describing is what everybody fucking goes through, which is this resistance to do what is the best for us when we know what the fuck is best for us. There, yeah. I mean, 
everybody knows what they should be doing for their personal health. Everybody fucking knows it. Whoever, whatever you're dealing with, if you're a fat person, you know that you should be eating less and working out more. If you're an alcoholic, you know that you should be drinking less. Mm -hmm. If you're a drug addict, you know you should not be doing drugs. Like whatever your vice is, and everyone has a vice to a certain degree, something they should be doing less of and something they should be doing more of. You just described all that just in a very artistic way. (laughs) And I think you get maybe caught up. I think there's a lot of people with the emo scene got caught up in taking it literal like anybody who fucking cut themselves because of emo music i don't want to say you're an idiot but like you weren't supposed to you don't you yeah, don't go and I murder mean, people after you watch a horror film you know what dude, i mean i don't know if you're you're i don't know if the causation and uh, effect is right in that see go ahead yeah because like for me like uh, personally like the reason i i delved so deeply into the emo scene was just like I never felt like anybody understood me. Mm-hmm. And then I'd hear things like I got obsessed with the lyrics. You know yeah, what I mean? So of course. Like, uh, I would hear things. Or word I, people. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was like, it was the first time I ever was like, oh, I feel a little less alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not, I don't know that like the, that mindset of self harm I mean, I'm sure it's perpetuated a little bit by, you know, focusing on all the negative all the time with yeah. that music genre. But mm-hmm. it's also, it's comforting. It, yeah. There's, it's, I mean, dude, I grew up fucking dirt poor in Fairfield, Connecticut. Like I had. That's a fuck you. I had parents tell their, uh, my friends that they couldn't hang out with me because their, my house was the bad part of town. Fairfield's. The bad part of town. It, Fairfield County <laughs> fucking blows. Yeah. That, 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 because that, that's how most towns in Fairfield County are, is that there's, there are rich people and poor people, and they mingle yeah. in, the, like, in the public system. Um, that sucks. Well, that, but that's like, but once you hear like fucking Jesse Lacey crying about women, I'm just like, dude, fucking yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, dude, exactly. everything's awful, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so it, I think that, I, I don't know that the folks that do the self-harm are doing it because of the music, moreover, relating with the music, and that self-harm was just an outlet. That's a good point. And I apologize for anybody who's, uh, who I might have... Eh, fuck it, you're a pussy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do it more. Yeah, no, no, no. No, don't hurt yourself. But... I'm I'm being hilarious, by the way, right now. And I, I'm just nailing the funny on this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't like the funniest podcast in the world either. I didn't, I, 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 when I describe this podcast, it's like, I, I tell people comedy is allowed. Like, I want to have a conversation. Oh, okay. And I don't want people to hold back on jokes. But like, you know, that's to me, that's where the real humor is and like getting the realness out and then fucking laughing at the dark points or the this point or the that point. There are funny moments. But. Okay, good. I didn't want your listeners to tune in and be like, oh, a comic. And then they're like, what the fuck is going on? Nah, man, I like, I just like I just had a guy in who isn't a comedian with a big funny episode. You know, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of times the people who aren't comedians oh, great. bring I in have the, to follow a funny guy. No, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, um, nah, man, I think every. As long as it's honest, that's that for 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 me a conversation. As long as it's honest, as long as you get to somewhere, like I don't have a huge goal with every conversation. Sure. It's just like I I want to get to know these people. So many of these people that I talk that I bring in here, it's like I just know online. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's an avatar that we create yeah. to let the pub. You know, <sighs> dude, I hate when you like you like meet somebody and their online persona. They're like you're like oh this this person seems cool, mm-hmm. and then in real life they're just fucking god awful. Yeah, <laughs> for for me. With my, with what I do online, I try to prepare you for what you might deal with 
with me because I have like I have several personalities. I would say, mm-hmm. and take that for what you want. Maybe this may sound a little scary or whatever, but it's just like <laughs> I think more. A lot of people have personality, uh, multiple personalities, but all of mine are performative. All of mine are big. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I try to put it all out there. Like, I can get funny. I can get angry. I can get serious. But like, that's what. But I'm not who I am online is like an exaggerated version of myself. Yeah, and I think that's what everyone's version is online. I just keep it to jokes. Yeah, yeah. On Facebook, I try to post mostly jokes. You know what I mean? It's just easier. Instagram life updates ish sort of stuff. Like I can't do, I can't handle when people like start arguing over at fucking anything. I'm not arguing on Facebook anymore. Yeah, I I stopped that like last year. Um, but I do like people arguing on my posts. That's funny to me. Well, Um, when people argue, like somebody, I posted something the other day at at, at fucking joke. mm -hmm. Uh. And somebody started like wrote this like fucking paragraph. I, was I like, call them Bibles. I go, yeah. uh, hey, you know you're arguing with a joke, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. People don't. Uh, they they can't really grab. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying people because that's it's the same as saying they. It's just like creating this boogeyman for a scenario that I'm trying to put out to sell a point. Like I I, I hate doing that shit. I'm self aware. <laughs> I'm trying. That's another part of it. Uh, but I'm shamelessly self aware and. Yeah, all that stuff. It's disgusting. I'm I watch the show everybody's watching and I cringe with everybody. That's <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's not like I'm unaware. I'm completely aware of all this shit I'm doing. But um, in the end, I just think it's like I'm just trying to. I'm trying to entertain anyway. So what's the fucking big deal? Like yeah. I don't, you know, fucking Ringling Brothers. Uh, like that's I'm a cartoon character essentially. Yeah, I mean I'm I. I try to be as on, I just am usually too late with the filter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I would, I've joked about this a few times with how, uh, people, uh, people say that they, you know, they, they, they brag about having no filter, which to me, it sounds like you just have nothing to say Yeah. for me. Nobody, I don't think there's anybody on the planet more filtered than I am. Like back to the self-awareness and the creatures. Mm-hmm. Like I do everything I do on purpose oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, and like, why? Because if I took the filter off, uh, prison, um, yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. You know, immediately. Like, if I just said the first thing that come to mind all the time, oh, it's, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I I mean, I, I was talking with uh, one of my buddies, uh, one of my comedy buddies the other day, just about, like, senses of humor. Yeah. And, like, now that I've been doing comedy this long, it's like, I my sense of humor Ooh. is fucking god-awful. It's either the dumbest thing in the world yep. or the most heinous thing you can yep. say yeah for so me i need to be like all right well maybe count really the n-word that's yeah. what we're doing yeah, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well shocking stuff is funny to me uh farts all that kind of like oh, just the, love yeah, a good fart. all that any and fart humor in general will make me laugh but outside of that i find i la- i don't laugh a whole lot anymore because yeah. i'm always breaking down what was funny about things yeah you know what i mean see uh, yeah that's honestly that, that's probably my issue too like yeah. the stuff that actually gets me to laugh like the other day I saw this knockoff uh, Michael Jordan action figure and it was... Great start. It said, uh, Sh- uh, Chicago Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I do. That's really good gibberish. I love gibberish. Uh, Chicago balls. Yeah. Uh, then what was the other thing that's that was unreal. on there? Unreal. Oh, his name was Nyquil Jornan. No. I, I, just, <laughs> I was like, God, yes. That, yes. That, lost it. Lost yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I need that uh, uh, inserted directly into my bloodstream. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, per- that's perfect for me. Yeah. I, I love absurdism gets me. Any oh, type yeah. of just like ridiculous shit. Um, I dude, I like it's so bad. Like I pride myself on joke writing. Like it's the only, like as far as my whole stage presence and all that goes. Yeah. Eh. But the 
the joke writing, I'm very proud of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm very, you know, set up, punch, tag. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. How I like to build tension, how mm-hmm. to release, like, those types of things. But the things that make me laugh, like, I saw, uh, did you see that meme of, like, a chicken walking funny? I, like, that's it. That's it. It's yeah, just yeah. a chicken walk. Right. Lost it. Yeah. In tears. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, I am, I'm a moron. There's yeah. no, <laughs> uh, there's no redeeming me. And that's, uh, oh, that's such a good point though. I know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, with the, uh, with the building tension thing, I actually, uh, came to a fun realization the other day. I, I, I always knew it about comedy, about building tension, but I didn't realize like almost all the, uh, all the forms of entertainment that we consume are some form of building and releasing tension. Um, so when it comes, so, so comedy building, so you build tension by telling, you know, setting up a joke, telling the premise and the punchline is what releases the tension. The tagline just adds to that and keeps yeah. the laughter going. That's how the science of comedy works. And that's why Colin and I, uh, well, while we have many things in common and other things just we're jaded assholes about comedy and don't laugh at a lot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> also, know? it's just like a lot of comedy for me too. I just like, I'm, I try not to be too bitter, but it's just like, really like we uh, like as a comic when you're watching certain you see things through you're four just like layers, come on man yeah. you're doing that yeah it's like, so and and then you catch yourself being hacked too yeah and but yeah it sucks when you could see through five layers of bullshit just like you build x-ray vision when like you yeah. if you're i'm writing jokes all the time as well i uh, for for me what the way that like i stay creative is i make sure that i post like a couple of statuses a day. Usually yeah. that's, that's the way that I keep myself. Yeah, writing. I, th- like, I, I throw premises yeah. out a lot to see. I, who I just, relatable. I just force myself. Well, for me, it's like, I'm just, to me, I'm throwing away jokes. A lot of them. I don't even really plan to revisit. It's just the idea that I say to joke, I made a funny today and like kind of getting used to that, reci- like not recycling, just getting it out. Cause for me, it's like working the muscle. It's not just about, uh, building a library of material but being willing to just get rid of material you know throw away shit oh no i can't do that i killing your babies i i well so here's the thing is like i uh so i had done i mean i'm i fucking hate having to admit this but i've been doing comedy on and off for 10 years so yeah. like i but consistently like actually getting up every night it's only been like three or four so we don't, I, I trashed I, everything i had when I moved to New York like three or four years ago. Yeah. And it's just been like trying to build this hour that I have now yeah. has been a fucking nightmare. Right, right. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, I, I need every funny thought that I have, like just trying to push them out. Yeah. I, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, as far as fa- like Facebook or Twitter goes, what I'm really doing is I'm pushing out like premises to see if people relate with it because mm. that's my big problem interesting so so i attack it from a different point of view with trying to figure out what's relatable is so when i have premises i save them in my notes because mm. i don't want them out in the world because i don't want any not necessarily taking them but i i want them there i want it to be a surprise when i start bringing it out on stage i, I guess not that i have like a big enough following to even have these problems it's just mm. the way my brain works yeah and what i'm doing with the throwaway jokes is te- is improving my ability to relate to the public I don't need to test the premise out because I I've put so many jokes out there and seen what people respond to that I know that about it. It gives me that kind of like that's part of like maybe what gives me my arrogance slash confidence, whatever you want to call it. But I build that. Well, I know like I'm like, I think this is going to get this amount or I think this is going to get these kind of comments. And I put it out there. And I'm like, all right, I have a good idea. And that kind of makes me a little bit more comfortable with telling a joke on stage for the first time. Okay. I see. I, I, my issue, like my, I think it might just be my style of comedy. That's all. Yeah. That's all this really is comes like, down to. I, I, 
I love pushing like pushing buttons. Like yeah. I really like taking audiences to places they don't want to go. Yeah. And then getting the release. Mm-hmm. So it's like like I mean, my sets besides the like twenty minutes of dick and pussy jokes. Right. Uh, That's important. It's like necessary. I, it's like depression mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm taking like I my favorite joke I've ever written is about Make a Wish kids like mm-hmm. so it's like I I know at some point I need to test these jokes yeah because they're not relatable There's, right like nobody's just like looking at a midget just going no that's fucking hilarious right let's, let's pick on them for a little while exactly like, exactly so no, you, like, you have to right, s- how you have to set up a world where it becomes okay well set up a it's a fi- reality where finding it the okay. line basically exactly this is is finding the line uh, it's a usually putting a lot of teeth in it originally yeah and then pulling teeth out as right. I, as i tell it more and more i mean that's all humor really is is is, is the line you know yeah. because it wouldn't if you got to get to the line first you got to just be there you got to tiptoe on it because yeah. in leaning to one way it's just not funny at all yeah. leaning to the other you're canceled <laughs> uh you know what i mean like like uh well i, I either way it's it like that's not you're not doing jokes if you're leaning far either way it's either hate speech or pandering you yeah know? that's like, a good point I, yeah if, if you're doing a joke yeah fucking do a joke about anything it doesn't I'm, matter i'm on board with that entirely it has to be funny first. exactly exactly and some of some of the problems with with what happens in you know canceling people for making jokes is that it never got a chance to find its legs as far as humor goes yeah. and like uh, that's like a, that's a Patrice quote that I absolutely love. He, uh, he was on, uh, it was, he was on Fox news. I think it was. And, uh, they're talking about Opie and Anthony making a rape joke about, uh, Michelle oh, Obama yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's arguing with, with one of the analysts and he's like, you don't know funny. You don't, you don't live in funny. Funny's yeah. my world. Right. Like I'm not defending the joke. I'm defending the attempt. Yeah. Uh, funny and unfunny jokes come from the same place. Exactly. And that's like, it's just the most eloquent and perfect th- way to sum mm-hmm. up what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ve- so like it, for me, it's like, well, I, I have to get it on stage mm-hmm. to see and feel the reaction of the crowd and go, okay, well, so you're not okay to joke about that part. But right. this part's okay. Exactly. All right, cool. So we'll milk that a little bit more and get back to the writer's room. Mm-hmm. And and funny thing is, uh, you could prove a joke's funny five times, and on the sixth audience, whatever it was, that part completely. Oh, dude. <laughs> to dead ear. It's the strangest thing. Oh, it, especially like on the road. Like oh, it's just yes. finding like it like. So what, which states are willing to laugh about which right. fucked up thing? So talk, tell me a little bit about your road experience because I've. It's never intrigued me. Like I consider myself, really? a com- yeah, I, I've never considered my. I, I consider myself a comedian, but like in the same way that uh, like a Chris Farley is a comedian. Like you're not really seeing him okay. go on stage and do stand up all the time, but you know that the pursuit of his life is to make people laugh, and he okay. does things. And you know what I mean? Yeah, the road was my dream, man. Right, that was like yeah, I like that. And I, I, what I do isn't the real road you know what i mean like when you hear i understand what you mean when you hear the road what most comics are talking about is they're you know they're going to a club they're getting a weekend it's you know usually a thursday to a sunday Mm -hmm. and then they go back home for me what i'm doing is a bunch of one-nighters strung together that are not at comedy clubs they're in breweries and wineries and it's it's just it's not it's just different right you know what i mean like first off nobody knows who i am Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, nobody's coming out to see me they're coming out to see comedy you know yeah uh so they'll get there and 
they're like, why doesn't this guy have puppets? You know, shit like that. Exactly. Like, it's like, what's wrong with this? So, and you start like learning different sensibilities of different portions of the country. Like, for example, like Wisconsin, uh, I did, I've never done great, but I've never done poorly. It's just, they're so fucking nice that like the stuff <laughs> that I want them to laugh about, they're like, hmm, well, I appreciate the attempt, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I would say like my favorite audiences, honestly, are more conservative audiences. Well, I, I could, I could understand that. Like, I haven't been on the road to even like uh be able to yeah bounce back around it but like I, I can understand why they would yeah it's like i mean like especially after like doing and working shit out in new york city for so long then to go out on the road it's like they they almost laugh as a form of protest of like you know oh, like I, i'm tired of yes. being told i'm a piece of shit because i'm yeah. white so i'm just gonna laugh at all this fucked up stuff which would speak to the not laughing out of protest that you're getting from uh from people you know maybe in a more liberal audience oh yeah like, in brooklyn yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh they love me yeah, in brooklyn yeah, yeah, i'm not gonna laugh at that because it's not socially aware dude yeah. oh my god yeah yeah the uh and i'm seeing the pc stuff die off a little bit right now oh, definitely i'm seeing people lay off the, lay off the gas which is um a relief because yeah. it, it was fake from the beginning and yeah. it's nice to see people just like oh yeah yeah this is um it's all just like a, it's a it's, it's pe- trendy it's people not being able to handle being a human being mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like we're all pieces of shit we yeah. all have shitty thoughts we yeah. all have awful like ignorant ideas mm-hmm. and you don't know how to cope with them so the i the like way some people do is they step outside themselves and go oh well those thoughts are wrong you have those thoughts you're wrong you physically just did the thing i was about to talk about and and what i call this now so you you pointed your finger at me and what i'm starting to call these people uh lecturers uh, finger waggers or i call it finger wagging anytime uh one adult tries to tell another adult what to do um in an authoritative manner when they have no authority to do so uh you got to realize dude, you're just fucking lecturing people. Yeah. Uh, you, um, judge all, I mean, I'm not a fan of judging unless you can maybe make it about jokes. I don't know. There's, that's a whole nother realm, but point being like, keep your judgment to yourself. Or if you do have judgments, just like, I don't know. Like the idea to try to get me to do act a certain way, the idea Mm -hmm. that you have to speak down to me because you have decided your belief or your position is better than my belief or my position. The thing that I do and it sickens me to my core that anyone thinks they have the authority to to put that on another person. Oh, see, I love judging people, but it's like a very personal judging. How so? I mean, like, oh, I just like hating people for like things they do. Right. It, it, it's, it's just a very general it hatred. Just, it's uh, like uh, just little stuff, you know, just yeah. like the like the innocuous stuff. Like, oh, you're like, oh, you're fucking talking on speakerphone yeah. on the on the subway. Like, what is wrong? Like, that you know what of, it, you know what it uh, is but, for me. So I understand where you're get, coming from because like hating on people you could get a lot of you can make fun of them you can make some jokes from that i get a lot of jokes out of justifying what people do uh. <laughs> i get on their team and i'm like yeah why did that guy just flip off a goose you know what i mean like <laughs> it seems like a really shitty thing to do but and then you start like you get into, you, you know you you, you you take a walk in his shoes you're like you know what Maybe he got attacked by geese when he was a kid. I know that happens to people. Oh, I, I for have, sure. You know what I mean? And like perspective I, changes is I an lo- excellent laugh. Mechanism. I love doing that shit. I, I I've been noticing I do it more lately than I do like 
any situation where I have to hate someone, I'll just put myself in their shoes and I just get on their team for a second. And I'm like, huh. And cause I've always, I mean, the way that I survived in this world is justifying my own actions. Ah, uh, see, I'm more of a, I hate myself and you should too type right, of dude. Okay. And it's like, as in, honestly, you should my, hate me and you should hate you. Yeah. You should right. hate yourself. Right. Uh, like it's like I like I get frustrated because people don't hate themselves. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, so, come on, man. So like, therein lies some of the frustration with me too. Because clearly, <laughs> clearly, do not hate myself. No, <laughs> you're you're enjoyable. I, yeah. I do enjoy you. I, I appreciate just, that. Uh, I enjoy you too, Colin. It's uh, it's just like I don't know. Like, like I don't buy into confidence. I don't think that's real. <laughs> that doesn't fucking make sense Ow. to me at all. Like. <laughs> It's just you know what I mean? Like it's like I I can find plenty of reasons to mm-hmm. hate you. If yeah. you don't hate you, you're either too stupid or not trying hard enough. Okay. Like that's just yeah, I can't. I don't get it right at all. And I don't know how. Oh, I the, the major point of the tangent was what I hate is like the groupthink of like oh liberal versus conservative. Yeah, the versus, team shit. Yeah. I hate you because of a color like mm-hmm. that. Like type of shit. It just. It doesn't make sense None. like at all. And it, uh, I grew up in the church. Right. And it's the same bullshit I saw with religion yeah. where it's you're being, you're too scared to, to question things. Mm-hmm. You're too scared to go and form your own opinions and have some critical thought about things because it's uncomfortable to not have the answers. Yeah. So instead of having uh, like trying to figure shit out for yourself, creating your own opinions you go oh well that guy kind of thinks like me so i'm gonna believe everything he believes and if you don't believe it you're a piece of shit that's what's going on yes it's like absolutely there's especially with like our generation where we are mostly without religion Mm -hmm. politics has become religion so like it's uh, yeah that's why i just like fucking check out right 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 no i i don't i try not to talk politics or anything like that um too much but like yeah, dude, there's there. I, I agree entirely, man. Like people are so, so married to their ideology, whatever it is, their team. It's become everything is religion now. The yeah. only re- like it's not just politics or religion. Diet is religion. Um, yeah. um, you know, whatever your hobbies are is religion. I see it in the lifting world. I see it in I see it in you know whether like vegans versus carnivores or mm-hmm. or I I just whatever the thing that it is that you do that's got to be the thing that everyone does. Everyone else is wrong. Yeah. We That idea was introduced to us by religion, of course, and yes. everyone has adopted it because they realize how fucking manipulative you could be with that idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, look you at... Could get from, you can fuck kids if you want. If you can fuck kids, you could have one of the richest... Thi- one of the richest <laughs> things on earth is the Catholic Church yeah. and zero taxes. You yeah. know what I mean? Not, not to get into religion, but I'm saying like people adopt that model. They're like, huh. So yeah, if we all get on the same team and believe something blindly without question, we could get away with a whole lot of shit. Yeah, and uh, and the thing is, it is comforting. It is yeah. comforting to fall into a belief system to feel like, right. You know, it's it, not even right. Is just to the, I know I have the answers. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, okay, these decisions are made for me. Yeah. Like, I don't need to go and critically think about whether or not human rights are this or that. Mm-hmm. And, it it's made the decisions made for me like yeah. that that is a comforting thought it does it calms a lot of chaos in your mind yeah so i get it 
I definitely get it, dude. I, my whole life, I've been looking for the like the you know magic bullet mm-hmm. of what whatever the fuck is wrong with me, yeah. so I can just go, oh shit, I haven't been eating enough carrots. That's right. what it is. <laughs> fucking, I'll just eat the carrots and I'm fine. Yeah, like, right. I I get it. Yeah. I fucking I totally understand, and that's why like. You always hear people, they're like, well, you know, religious people, they do seem happier. Yeah, because mm-hmm. somebody else is making the the hard questions go away. Yeah. Um, f- so for me, you know, you kept asking, like, I could talk for days on why I am the way that I am. But you were talking about how uh, how do I do it and what um, what keeps you, not necessarily keeps you motivated, but like, like, like where do you get it from? And... You're, you, what you're talking about is finding that one thing, and I real so I I'm not gonna get I don't want to get preachy. I just want to explain where I am. I'm at <laughs> in my head. I, I again back Listen, to the awareness. I'm I'm, I'm into being indoctrinated. Okay, at fine. This Let point. me indoctrinate <laughs> you a little bit. I'm taking you to the Church of Stefano real quick. All right. So, so I call them my pillars. You don't find you, there's not one thing, okay. right? There's not one thing. There's multiple things. I used to have four pillars. Now I, I have five. So so you're upgrading. Just listen. Let's just listen to this. Okay. No, no. So. The important thing about pillars is it's got to be things that can never go away. Think or if they are almost never like, so I, I, my family You're already recanted. That's what You're I'm losing. Well, listen, my fam, <laughs> my family isn't a pillar because you lose family. My okay. friends aren't a pillar. Yeah. People die. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. it can't be a, it can't be a person is what I'm saying. Okay. They, unfortunately it can't. So, yeah. so your pillars have to be things that you could always fall back on. Should you get set back to zero? Right. Okay. And I discovered a few of mine. All right. Um, Let's hear them. Running. Okay. Running is something I could always fall back on. I could always do. Oh, what if you get paralyzed? Just guys, hang hang with it. You know, <laughs> I I don't have all the answers. I'm just saying it works for me. Right, yeah, right now, I mean, my if you work. get paralyzed, then the the pillars are kind of going to go exactly. by the wayside anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like running is one, lifting is one, acting is one, and comedy is one. You take away a couple of these, some of them have to be left. I never thought how many would be taken away from me at once. Yeah. Same with jujitsu has also become one of them, right? But I still have running. And I still have, uh, I'm, I'm cons- podcasting, I consider it a form of comedy, like like being able to do a thing. So this kind of brings back to uh, the I need interests portion of Interest my help. life. Like, I don't, that's the thing is like my hooks were so deeply into comedy that mm-hmm. it was just like, that was my life. It was right. like, I write, I drive to my gigs, I do my gigs, I hate myself, I go to sleep. I wake up and do it all over again. I live, I die, I live again. <laughs> you ever, uh, Mad Max? That's uh, what that reminded me of. You're a war boy. <laughs> Uh, um, but again, now that's gone. Right. And I'm just like, see, oh. I, I kind of see people always, I, I get a lot of shit for how many things I'm passionate about. And I pointed and fucking laughed at everybody who tied their identity into one thing. Sorry, Colin comedy. I, <laughs> I really apologize, but I have to put it out there. Cause like I always got shit for all the phases I've been through and all the things that I invite into my life. And it's like, how many things are you trying to do? Well, Tons of them got taken away, but I could still do a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I that's another reason why I've been pretty comfortable throughout this fucking the end of the world is because like I still had a lot of my personality to hold on to because yeah. I did so many things. See, my my issue has always been like that that trying idea always just the idea of trying something is yeah. like makes me spiral oh, of like it's just like how quickly I can get to this dark it fucking gives place. Me joy, I want I want to try oh. things so bad. All right, here here's things that flip people like. I'm a cigar smoker, but I'd rather never smoke the same cigar twice if I if I had the choice. I'm a whiskey drinker, you know. I like to try something new every time. That's the way that I do things. Like I I I just love, which is one of the reasons why I never got into drugs. Could could go slippery real quick. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
didn't. They tend to take over. <laughs> yes, yeah. That mentality doesn't apply to all things. But like, yeah, I like switching it up. I like like keeping it fresh. Um, there's just so much to discover and all these little things you could do. Yeah. See, this is uh, this some is of the, them suck. This is the thing is my like where I go with it is like, oh, you could try it, but what if you don't like it? Then if you don't like it, why? What's the point? I, is there the any ex- point? The experience, the knowledge, like of the experience evolving like into yeah. like. What if you're not good at it? You're really not that good at anything. Are you? And what are you even doing? Like it's just like, and then it's just all a way of me staying in my room, yeah. fucking hating myself. It's like I, I'm a fucking insane person. Right, <laughs> like, uh, right. There is that, of course, of course. But I think the, I think therapy needs to be the first thing I try. Therapy is a good idea. Yeah, ther- therapy. Which I uh, I will be paying you for this session once we're done. Ah, no, but th- that's one thing. I try to avoid on the show. It's like, I do have this energy and I do have these ideas about the things that kept, you know, have gotten me to the point that I'm at. And I try to be open and honest about, listen, I did have a good childhood. I do have good parents. You know, there are some, I'm white, you know, I'm straight. (laughs) It's like there, there are. And and it's like, Oh, like, no, for real, those things factored into it. I just, I received no prejudice. Like, and I, and I, I, all I could do is acknowledge, you know, what I had at my advantage and what I had at my disadvantage. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's all I could do with it. And then, I could just try to explain to people how I arrived to where I am. I'm not trying to get people to where I am. It's fucking, uh, uh, uh you know, a, a, a comedian slash podcast is like all the fucking, all, all the yeah. bullshit. But it, it is nice to know that like, that's kind of, I think the mission statement for most people with like any sort of, uh, heart mm-hmm. is knowing that like your, your impact on someone's life is, a, a good thing as opposed to it being a negative. That's like, exactly it. I'm not smart enough to cure cancer or fix yeah. somebody's heart, but I, you know, if I could get this thing going, if I could take your mind off your fucked up life or whatever, whatever shit you're going through for an hour while you're listening to the show, that's maybe the, the extent of, of, of what I could do in this world. Really. I'm yeah. not, I, I'm just not that equipped. I'm not that talented. I'm not that equipped, <laughs> but, yeah. but like, at least I've, I've, I've just experienced enough things to just have, a perspective, maybe a perspective that's unique, maybe a perspective that gets you to think about something else. Because your input it becomes, you know, becomes your output. And if you're listening to me, be excited about stuff. Maybe I'll excite you to do things that you're excited about. Yeah. You know, I don't want you to try to try comedy if that's nothing that you want to do. But if you're just trying to fucking take a walk every day, go fucking walk. Yeah. You know. Well, see, that's like that's where that I am the disease bullshit yeah, comes in. I get it. Because it go it, that's that's where it thrives. Is it right. goes. Well, look at your laundry list. Look at your evidence. Look at all the things you've done over 32 years and how much damage you've caused to each relationship and each person that you touch. Their life is objectively worse because you were there. <laughs> like it, it, it's and like so you're like, well, the only way that I can positively impact a life is by not being in anybody's life. That's like, it's that I fucking... Underst- I understand the toxic mentality to it. Yeah. I also know it's bullshit. Right. That's the thing. That, like, that's the other part. There's like, part. It, I know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I know it's a lie to manipulate myself into trying to get fucking high again, really. Yeah. Or go and, you know, sport fuck women or whatever, like, uh, you know... Face... I've never heard that term, but sport fuck is genius. <laughs> well, oh, like, my uh, God. <laughs> it's like, it, you know, any sort of, like, pleasure-seeking, like, that type of, 
Like, yeah. I'm just going to go with like house of pizza, you know, that type mm. of anything to make me just like, oh, I want that like good thing feeling like. I'll tell you this, uh, something to condition you to the idea of like looking for future gratification, gratification more than instant. The thing that got me to finally get disciplined about my health and never become like morbidly obese again was uh, I committed myself to what I just described as two weeks of misery, two weeks of just like, listen. You don't have to diet this hard to lose weight, but you're going to diet this hard to lose weight. For two weeks, you're going to be miserable. No sugar, no. Just I just made my diet fucking awful as far as like, it's healthy, but it's painfully awful. It's, so it's, you're like the paranoid kid smoking. And, and just smoked the it. whole pack. Exactly. <laughs> smoked the whole carton. Right. That's awesome. And I, I stuck myself in two weeks of misery so that when I started doling out the misery and dealing, I'm like, oh, I could deal with way more misery than I realized. And then you dial it into something you could deal with. Yeah. And here I am, this guy who could fucking, you know, run six miles and then smoke a cigarette, but not ever buy a pack of cigarettes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like I wind, I wind down at the end of the night, me and a few friends have some drinks. Someone hands me a cigarette. I smoke it. And then like, I don't think of a cigarette for months. You know, sure. I've never had a cigarette habit. You know what I mean? Cause like I get this balance of like, Oh, Oh, you could, if, if you go through a little bit of misery, you know, it's it's a little extreme the fact that the way I eat and eat the way I do and drink the way I do and then work out the way I do I'm not saying it's healthy but it's working for me yeah it keeps if, me happy if two weeks of misery uh, was to fix me I would have been fixed quite some time <laughs> ago uh, I got run it up on several years <laughs> yeah I got a couple decades under my belt uh, right. no, no everyone's got their shit I do I do like the I'm like very uh, like hot and cold so mm-hmm. like if I'm if I'm fucking up I am fucking up intensely oh uh, I, I know what you mean yeah the I spiral am, yeah right? I'm, oh i'm turning it to 11 well the thing is you're capable but you're, I, you're just as capable the other way well i like right now i'm like it's like i'm sober i've been doing keto i've fucking lost 40 pounds you I'm did doing... look good i was hoping it wasn't dope yeah exactly. <laughs> Dude, I, all well, right i haven't gotten sleepy yet so. okay 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 <laughs> full disclosure everybody when colin walked in i was like he either looks good or he looks terrible. Yeah. Because I know I I he, I know he was heavier last time I saw him, uh, and I know that he struggles, <laughs> as we heard earlier on in the episode. I didn't know what to say, and I'm, ri- but I noticed he didn't look bad. Like you, the yeah. colors in your face, I I see it now when when you say it. But like, for you have dramatically lost some weight, and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. But, okay, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good, man. As that is very funny that that's the life that I've led. That I lose weight and people get worried. <laughs> yes, please take that on stage and do what you will with it because <laughs> that's just a premise. I need you to punch that up. That's a great. Bit. That's a great bit for you, dude. I, have, I would love to see that Colin Cook bit. I have something I was working on. By the that way, was kind of similar. Throw, just wanted to throw it out there. I do love your act, and when we return to comedy, I hope people fucking see you oh, and, and, you. and follow you and shit like that. No, you're funny as shit. I've thank always, always, awesome. always looked forward to if it's an open mic. Or you're on a set uh, uh, on a show with me. Always look forward to hearing you. Do. You, you. You are funny yeah. as shit. That means the world. I like fucking yeah. You've done something right, Colin. Yeah, I swear I, you have. Knowing there, like that's the only thing that like I I know I have comics who like my shit, mm-hmm. and that it's like I can hang my hat on that. You like, know what I, I mean? My shameless thing. I have to work. Like I have to just deal with uh, most comedians are gonna hate my material. <laughs> I get it. I'm a I'm a hacky circus act up there, man. I'm a high energy. Like that's that's what I do on stage, and like, I have to admit it. But like it's fun. I just I, I try to I try to have put smiles on faces, make people laugh. I'm, well, I, I'll, I mean, I, at the end of the day, if you're enjoying yourself, fuck it. You that's know all. what I mean? That's but, all. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, it is the only uh, one of the only things that I actually r- am proud of is no like uh, I had this. Uh, <laughs> so do you know, you know, Anthony DeVito? 
Of course. Okay. Uh, for listeners, he's a great comic. I don't know him personally. I know some people in the, in the scene actually do. But yeah, yeah. I, I don't know him that well. Uh, he's a great comic. He's got a few things out a half hour on uh, Comedy Central. But uh, working in New York, I had to follow him one night. Or he had to follow me one night. And yeah. he complimented my joke. And I'm telling you, for Dude, two months, you can I was ride just that like, high forever. oh, thank you. And uh, so the other day, I followed him on Twitter, and he immediately followed me back. That's awesome. I was just like, oh, my God, he knows who I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I've, I've gotten that, the, what do you call it? My, my, so you can imagine I'm a big Josh Gondelman fan. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Know, you, you could see it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the one time I worked with him at Fairfield Comedy Club, and when I got off stage, high-fived me and told me, good job. And I was like, oh, oh dude, those moments are just like, oh, they're so good. It's it, it it pays off all the dive bar sets, all the bombs, just everything yep. you ever done. When that happens, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know those those. You know I don't try to be a validation whore, but when you get it, mm, that shit's good. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a tough thing to say when you do stand up comedy because that is exactly what we are. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're val- we're validation whores. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, and as a performer, everything it is is yeah. validation for it's me. I, like- I I try to do some Jedi mind tricks on myself and like, well, no, you're providing a service. You want to make people laugh, oh, but no, ultimately it's, don't. it's ego. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. It is ego gratifying bullshit. Oh, dude. People you know? like will come up to me after shows, like uh, especially on the road in like these like small towns because mm-hmm. they've never been to a comedy show before. Right. They're like, oh my God, what you do is so brave. I'm yeah. like, brave? I've never like run into a burning building to tell a dick joke. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like I, I, I'm not brave. <laughs> yeah. This is a, there is a hole in me. This exactly. is a deficiency. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, dude, but it does feel good when it goes right. It yeah. does. It does feel good when, yeah, people approaching you after your set telling you did a good job or, or I uh, want to shake your hand that, you know, the venue being happy, all that stuff, dude. It's, it makes it fuck. It makes it worth eating all that shit. Yeah, it ba- but uh, it balances out all the bombs that it took to get there and all right. the. Uh, dude, I fucking had a woman run at me while I was on stage over a joke. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, the Make a Wish joke. She really, yeah. She ran at me. She uh she gets uh, gets up to me. She was like, I I was a Make a or I work for Make a Wish. We're a great foundation. And also, could you be any more misogynistic? And I was like, Yeah, you want to see me try? And, <laughs> Holy shit, she got... Dude, I... You don't challenge a comic to something like that. Well, here's the thing. I had never experienced something like that. I got that one line out, but like after yeah. that, she kept trying to like grab the mic, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do in this. Right. Like, if it's a dude, at least I can swing, but yeah. like, she's like trying to grab the mic. She's like... She's big, right? I feel like she's a big woman. No, she. Uh, it was in uh, no, uh, like Northern Virginia, like uh, basically kind of by DC. Oh, but okay. yeah, she was very, and then was like in my face after while I was off stage, and yeah. uh, fucking some dude. And I, this is in the Make a Wish joke now, but some dude came up to me afterwards and was like, uh, "Too bad she survived, huh?" I was like, <laughs> "God damn, that is wonderful. That's awesome, dude." Um, so yeah, uh, to wrap this thing up, uh, if you've listened to a couple episodes, you also know this coming, but yeah, you've gone through some shit. It mm. seems like you still struggle, mm. the struggle in the darkness. Oh yeah. And, uh, I think, uh, I think a lot of people still struggle in the darkness. Maybe a few of my listeners too. Um, I, I tell all my guests because these episodes are going to be around even after I quit the show, if it ever happens or someone kills mm-hmm. me, um, to speak something into infinity, just a little piece to remember, you know, a little, little, little bit of Colin Cook. If you could give to the audience uh, something, something them to keep with, to keep with them. Uh, let's see. 
I, I again, my my knee jerk is to do something funny, but you could do something funny. Though. Uh, Nobody said. I mean, okay, this isn't the funniest podcast in the world, but I'm not saying actively go against your humor instincts. <laughs> well, no, I think. I mean, it's probably better that I say something that's like uh, fucking important. Uh, <laughs> uh, if it's if it's infinity, you right. know what I mean. Right, it's true. Uh, it basically, honestly, if you're struggling with something, get help. It's like once you recognize that you are. I, you know, you're dealing with a mental health issue or you're dealing with addiction. Once you, you have that recognition point, anything past that, any damage past that, it's your fault. It's willful. So you're not being like strong because you're not asking for help and trying to do it on your own. You're, you're strong because you have the ability to admit it and just go, Hey, fucking help me. I want to be better. So if you're struggling, reach out, get like, talk to somebody fucking it's, it saved my life. You know, I, I fucking, I have OD'd. So it's like, Damn. you know, get out there and, and you don't have to do it alone. And you're as alone as you may feel, there's fucking thousands upon thousands of us all trying to get through it. And this motherfucker thought he wasn't going to be great. <laughs> oh, I love that dude. What a fucking great message. I have nothing to add. It's not my place to speak on something like that you said it perfectly uh where can people find you colin um, all the stuff all the stuff where your stuff could be found when comedy comes back i want them to be able to know your schedule that shit okay yeah, yeah, yeah. uh follow me on instagram and twitter it's at colin cook comedy one l cook like the word comedy like the job uh i'll post uh dates and shit on there i think i might actually have something coming up in late july we're going to play it by ear, right. but I I got a th- couple of things in North Carolina, something in Virginia. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, follow me on there. I think I have a link to my YouTube page if you want to check out some clips. It's far less depressing than everything that I've – it's mostly dick and pussy jokes. So if you like <laughs> dick and pussy jokes, I'm your guy. Uh, and, yeah, that's yeah, that's everything. Hell, yeah, dude. And as always, you guys know, you can follow me um, at Stephabro on Twitter, at Stephabro93 on Instagram. The podcast finally has an Instagram page. Uh, go and check that out. That's a good enough podcast, uh, at good enough podcast on Instagram. Uh, you guys know how to spell good enough if you listen to the show. If not, look at the fucking thing you're listening to, right? Uh, no dates to plug, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. You got anything else, Colin? Um. No, I do not. I think I have uh, re- uh, done enough wrenching of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on, man. This is a lot of fun. This was a really good episode, dude. Thank you for coming by. And as always, everybody, drink more water and be nicer to each other. Yeah.